Real estate investing, the housing market is a common topic in YouTube. Everybody's talking about the next housing crash. There are channels out there talking about 35% crash. Let's remember that that content creator is a renter, not an owner. So what I thought we'd do is we found a video from the Fundrise CEO talking about what he expects in 2023. Mike, what'd you find? Yeah, so this is uh, this is a positive outlook on the coming year. <laughs> oh no, positive. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so instead of people just talking about the end of times and the bad news bears, you know, Fundrise CEO is making some predictions. So we're going to jump in and then see if Mike agrees or disagrees with him. You ready? Yep. Ben Miller, Fundrise co-founder and CEO. Uh, ben, how are you viewing this latest downtick in mortgage rates? Uh, does this have any lasting support for the market? And just wondering what your fundamental drivers are right now. Yeah, I think we're, we're getting close to the actual the bottom in the credit markets. So what happened was interest rates and credit markets really drove down the housing um, prices. They drove down housing prices because mortgages and interest rates became so expensive. And now that you see the 30-year treasury, the 10-year treasury, um, all mortgage rates basically falling and spreads falling as well. I mean, like the spreads are tightening. I think we're going to cycle into the capital markets opening up in Q1, and that will restart the housing market in probably late 2Q is what my expectation is. Okay, so that was part one of that video. Uh, he's thinking that the housing market restarts in Q2. What do you think? Yeah, so there's a couple of things in there that are subtle that I just want to have a conversation about. So first and foremost, he's he's absolutely correct. Uh, why did the housing transaction crash happen? Because affordability got out of whack. There was a there was a moment in time when rates were over seven percent. It was the least affordable since 1980. And if you've ever looked at the 52 year spreadsheet, 1980 was not a good year for housing. Um, so he's absolutely right. Rates also rolled over. He did also talk about something very subtle there called spreads. And I keep trying to remind people um, that the 10 year that the Fed can raise rates, the Fed funds rate and we could have falling mortgage rates. Those two things can happen, and it drives people crazy. The reason that could be is because I believe we are getting to the top of the range, right? We're almost done with this Fed rate increases. And if you look at the margin or spread, the average over the last 30 years is about 1.7, 1.8 between the 10-year treasury and mortgages. Uh, it got so crazy, it was almost 3% spread. So our, we, again, with the Fed could raise rates a quarter point February 1st and mortgage rates can fall. Most people don't understand that. And that's all because of spreads. And then lastly, I think he's right. We're, we're going to find out March 15th, right? Which is technically the end of Q1. I've always called that as the beginning of the spring selling season. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out. I believe if mortgage rates are five and a half, transactions might pick up, which will be a floor in pricing. However, by March 15th, unemployment could be 8%. And then we have a different problem. I don't know what's coming in the spring. Uh, I think it's going to be, I think the spring will land like a thud and no one will be happy. But yeah, there's a possibility rates are down, the economy is strong, and it restarts the housing market. We'll see. I, I, I think that's a little optimistic, uh, but it's it's one of the many possibilities. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's, Let's let him finish his thought. We'll jump back in real quick, and then we'll see if that uh, clears anything up for you. Okay. 
where do you think rates will kind of settle in, let's say middle of next year? And to your point, do you think that'll be enough to get buyers, sellers, and investors off the sideline? At what point do rates get people back in? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's sooner than people might expect. There's, we, you know, we work across the United States. We have, we own 20,000 residential units. We're buying thousands of units uh, uh, across every quarter. And we're seeing already an inflection point in the last couple of weeks. We work with eight of the top 15 biggest home builders in the country. We're seeing uh, a bottom in new home, new home construction pricing. Uh, so I, I think it's it's going to surprise people. The way things move these days, everything was faster than it ever did before. And so I think mortgage rates, I mean, eventually they 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 end up in the low fives. That's where, you know, today, they're, let's say, treasury is going to be 3% long-term treasury. You know, 175 uh, bips above that, it's going to be around five. And I think that is very healthy for the market. So I thought that the interviewer asked a good question, an interesting question, and that was something you and I kind of chatted about earlier in the Seattle market. You know, the more expensive a property is, the more impactful those interest rates are on the overall payment. And so his question was, at what point have interest rates fallen enough that investors and buyers and and people want to get back into the market? Because if that happens, well, then obviously prices will probably start to go up again. Yeah, well, first off, I had no idea that Fundrise is 20000 units and they buy in thousand a quarter. So much, much bigger than I expected. Um, second, he talked about exactly what I, I didn't, I don't remember this video, so I didn't remember. He actually talked about the spread exactly where I put it. One seven to one eight, he called one seven five. So, you know, good on both of us. Uh, but low, and he's calling low fives. Uh, I think that's when buyers come back again. I don't, I don't think we're going to go back to double digit home appreciation. That was unhealthy. That was a lot of eye buyers. That was a distorted market. I think we get back to the boring inflation plus one percent. If inflation goes back to three percent, we're talking four percent, and I think that's healthy. And again, those are national numbers. Some more, some less. Um, I think twenty twenty three is a boring year. I still think we do somewhere between four million and four or five units, which is way below six and a half. I think we have a supply problem. He's talking about home builders. And we've talked a lot about home builders on this channel, blowing out existing inventory, but now they're just sitting back waiting. We get to low fives, they come back. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's inter His opinion is, is maybe not the most probable, uh, but it's certainly possible. Um, I would probably call mid fives next year. Low fives would certainly make a difference. When I talked to agents, six percent was where the water turned off, and seven it became frozen. Right. So right. if we go five and a half, five and a quarter, three, a quarter or five, woo, that'll bring the marginal buyer back. And if we have no inventory, market's pretty stable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. Um, you know, I, I have noticed in the Seattle market that exactly like you said, exactly like what Beth said, when rates went to six and went to seven. It just froze. I mean, when you have 800, 900 million dollar houses as the average or the median, it's very hard to make sense of those numbers with a six or seven percent interest rate. But as soon as we dipped back down and some people are getting fives uh, because maybe the VA loan or buying rate down and things like that, 
um, transactions are starting to kick off again. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Uh, we do have one more creator to react to. And this guy has some very uh, concerning advice that he was giving on TikTok. So I think you'll be interested to hear what he has to say. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.